Welcome to a new edition of Culture Shifts Magazine podcast. I'm Moritz Gautlitz, founder of Culture Shifts, documenting shifts and changes in culture and corporate culture worldwide. This is the second episode of Culture Shifts Magazine podcast in collaboration with various others, a Munich-based initiative for contemporary art. My guests today in Munich are Eva Huttenlauch and Stefan Fuchs. Eva is Head of Collections and Curator Art After 1945 at the Lehnbachhaus Museum Munich. Stefan is a Munich-based artist and one of the founders of the Project Space Lodger, also based in Munich. Hi guys, welcome. Hello, welcome. Hello. I'd like to always start with difficult questions in this podcast series. So right away, I'd like to ask you, museum and project space, is it a synergy or are they competitors? I think at a very first glance, the two things are very different from each other. Competitors, I don't see that. Maybe I have to think about it a little longer. But synergy, yeah, maybe. Probably from the organizational and administrational point of view, there are similarities between the two because both the museum and the off-space have to organize things. They have to deal with financial questions. They have to deal with shipping and communication with artists, etc. But of course, they do work on different scales. So I think you can compare them structurally, but then in terms of programming, it is different, of course. And yeah, I think there are not so many competitive parallels. Synergy, I don't know yet. I think I have to think about that a little bit. Maybe towards the end of our conversation, we can talk about synergies. I think there is kind of synergy, but I think it's a really long-term progress that they're both part of the same ecosystem somehow. And then maybe you have like certain moment that happens in like 30 years because also artists, they run through this whole ecosystem. And uh, in 30 years, you will maybe see that people that uh, showed in spaces at the beginning will end up and represent a certain scene from the art world in the museum. And I think also like the first moments when like curators and artists come together are like actually pretty often happening in these project spaces. So I think there is kind of like a synergy, but like in really long terms. Some people talk about the relationship, especially in Munich, within this whole art ecosystem. And they all say, I mean, what I've heard so far, they all say there is no competitive situation at all. So everyone is friends with each other, museums with off spaces. How would you describe the relationship here in this city between institutions, off spaces, also galleries so far? I think the atmosphere is, in fact, really friendly. And there is a very good relation between all those different kinds of institutions, galleries, etc. But of course, you have to always adapt your program. And when you think about your programming, you have to also take into account what the others are doing. But in terms of institutions and museums, I think the Munich institutions all have different aims or different missions. There's the Haus der Kunst, there's the Pinakotheken, there's the Lindbachhaus, and we are all on kind of different tracks content-wise. So there's not much overlap between the different programmings because everyone has its aim. And so I think that works very well. In terms of galleries, I don't know. <laughs> we have to ask a gallery expert. Stefan. <laughs> Maybe there could be one moment when they become competitors, like also project spaces with museums, but like it happens nearly never in certain ways when a project space becomes bigger and bigger and needs money, especially in a city like Munich, then it could happen that they apply for the same fundings. Like this is the only situation I ever experienced, but like it's a situation that nearly never happens because 
the funding pots where you get the money from are also kind of like separated. There are just some little grants you can get and also the museums apply for them and the spaces as well. I've heard that thing with the fundings and the money a lot <laughs> so far, but I guess this is one of the most important things to run an institution or also an off space. So you both work as curators in different spaces. Eva, you in the Lehnbach House. Stefan, you in your project space, Lodger. One of the challenges is, of course, getting funds. But what are the most joyful things in working as curators in these different institutions or spaces? Like for me, the most important thing was for a long time that I have the luck that the artists we show They're pretty much at the beginning of their career, so they're not institutionalized yet. So I have the luck to see their practice in like eye to eye contact. I can see it like happen within a week when the exhibition is going to be like build up this collaborative way of creating these projects. It's like the most joyful thing that happened so far and will like find a lot of friends during these moments. I think this is like a really, really important thing of this whole curatorial concept of these project spaces. Do you think that this is the main difference in working in a museum? No, not at all, because we also do work with the artists, no? So I totally agree with Stefan that these are the most joyful moments, actually. The weeks or days in which the exhibitions come together while you install, but also the whole communication with artists and working together with artists that are the best moments in working as a curator, because you have to deal with so many boring stuff, like, as you said, financial things or bureaucratic moments, the whole administration. And I think working with the artist is why I chose this profession. I'm a classically trained art historian, but it was always clear for me that I would want to work in a contemporary art scene and not in, you know, Baroque or Renaissance or whatever. So I wanted to work with artists and um, that's the wonderful point. And also traveling and seeing new work and seeing exhibitions and biennales and also going to art fairs. All those moments when you see work and think about future programming for the institution yeah this was quite difficult in the last half year i would say 2020 traveling art fairs as we all know is barely happening but there's various others do you see initiative such as various others can change culture cities culture landscape in the long term when you think about fairs if you think about international art institutions or also collaborative initiatives do you think that this is one thing that could change also or establish I think this is a pretty interesting question. I think yes and no. I think yes, because it's a really, really important point of the city to get people together in this city, like curators, artists from all over the world. Most of them are like also friends with each other. And then you have a melting pot. And also in the long term, it can pretty much change the city. But it also needs um, political decisions, like in addition, for example, funding of uh, cultural structures between academy and the museums, for example, or political decisions of housing problems like rent. And there are a lot of things playing together. So I hope that in the next years, not only like the cultural scene with various others is changing, but also things like on political levels. But sometimes it's also by incidence, if, for example, other cities in Germany or worldwide are losing their cultural status, like in Berlin, when like the collections now leaving Berlin, maybe we are lucky and some new galleries will move from Berlin to Munich. You don't know what happens in the future, but I think that various others is a very good sign for the cultural world to see 
ah, there's something going on in Munich. They put all their effort in these kind of projects and they want to see something happening within the next years. Yeah, I totally agree with Stefan that the cultural political vision is essential in order to create a cultural landscape or fabric of a city and in order to change it also. But on the other hand, you also need those initiatives like various others, because I think this is the moment where you create real synergies and energies to create new things in terms of collaborations. And personally, I'm, I'm a very big fan of collaboration. I try to do that in my curatorial practice at the museum. Also, I try to collaborate as much as possible, but not only with the visual art institutions, but rather with other cultural fields like theater, music, opera, all these things. And I think it's always very productive and fruitful to think together and to work together. But of course, it's also important that Like every institution does their own thing and follows their own track. But I think, yeah, collaboration is able to change a landscape in a city. Stefan, you've been talking about also the problems of housing, of rents and stuff. Stefan, I would be interested in what are the challenges for an artist? Because you work also as an artist besides running the Project Space Lodger. What are the challenges to live in a, I would say, really expensive city like Munich? Is there a way that artists can live here and work? Yeah, I think it's not so easy in the beginning. Like, for example, artists have two or three jobs or actually like maybe running a project space besides their actual work they're doing as an artist and work to get money. Um, so I think it's kind of like a tough situation, but I think problem of friends, of course, sure. It's like also studio spaces are not affordable in this city. It's like nearly the price of my rent if I want to have a studio besides my flat. But I think there's also something like really good about Munich. And this is that the cultural scene in Munich is not that big. I just want to end with something positive because I think Munich has a lot of potential because the scene is so small so you can pretty fast get to know each other like all people working in the museums the curators the other artists and i think this is a really important point maybe like compared to other cities it's much easier to know everyone in the city within just like a, a year or two years and i think this is a good point for the city and also like with internet a lot of things changed so you can also get to know so many other people from all over the world and this is actually why we started the project space in the beginning it was Uh, inviting artists that are not living in Munich to Munich to hang out with them, getting to know each other and yeah, creating friendships. I think it's also a pretty positive thing to be in Munich. If are you as a curator in a museum, does your museum or does your work benefit from this situation Stefan just described? Like that you have the possibility to go to see studios, some of the studios and the project spaces. And do you need it also or do you use it in your work, in your curatorial work? Yes, of course we do, because the Lindbachhaus is also the museum of the city of Munich. Not only are we run and financed by the city of Munich, but our mission is also to be there for the Munich artists, which doesn't mean that we are another off space, but it means that since we are operating on an international level, we are the space 
that shows Munich-based artists once they are on a certain level of their career. Let's put it like that. And of course, it's very important for me and my colleagues at Lindbachhaus that there is a very vivid artistic scene in Munich. And we would always like to encourage that scene to become even more vivid and to grow. So for me, it's very important to be in contact with the Munich artists and to see studios and to go to the academy and to go to the off spaces and to see what's happening in Munich. So is there a way maybe like also that museums integrate emergent young artists? Because as you said, artists at a certain level of their career might be shown here. But are there possibilities maybe also to integrate young emergent artists that live in Munich or study at the academy? Is it more like in workshops or performances? Well, what we did at Lindbachhaus in the last 15 years is that we showed three editions of this exhibition called Favoriten, which showed young emergent Munich artists. And many of the artists who participated in those shows then started an international career. And yes, we also do integrate Munich artists in a kind of framing programming of our exhibitions, like it happened now with the radioactivity show with a lot of performances in our beautiful garden with Munich-based artists. And we always try to also cooperate with the academy. And yes, we try to do our best to integrate the local artistic scene. But I think also on a bigger political level, there is a necessity to encourage artists to stay in Munich, not only by providing them affordable work spaces, but also by creating smaller institutions for the Munich artists like the Städtische Kunsträume. But I think what is missing is a space that operates on an international scale so that the local artistic scene has the possibility to be seen also beyond the borders of Munich and Bavaria. But I think this is an interesting point because since the 80s there were like there are still existing some really interesting um, important spaces like the Kunstraum and the Lothringer 13. Uh, they started also as kind of like project spaces or still something between institution like small institution and project space and I think it's time for a new space because this is like 40 years ago that the Lothringer was founded. And since this moment, no smaller institution got lucky and made it to a smaller institution. So I think this is what we talked about before, like financial supports for artists or for like project spaces and how funding structures maybe should change in a political way. Because it's really hard for these small spaces to get a long time financial support that they can grow and become one of these new spaces. I think this is what's really important for the city for the next years to find a structure of funding that people who are really encouraged and want to create a new smaller Kunstverein have the possibility to especially create this structure for a new generation of artists. I don't want to sound so negative because I have the feeling that I ask so many negative questions and you're perfectly like turning them into really positive things. But another one, do you think that has something to do that the city of Munich that has this cultural richness and is really, really like full of heritage also when it comes to galleries, like speaking of the 80s, what happened at Maximilianstraße? Do you think that the focus of the city, and now it becomes a bit political, is not on contemporary culture and more on, I would say, soccer or Oktoberfest. I would say we're fighting pretty much like or pretty hard for the cultural 
aspect of the city, like when it comes to art or like music or theater, the opera. But sure, it's pretty hard to be the opposite of like the Oktoberfest and the football. But I also think that a lot of projects the city is funding are like really, really big projects that happen once and then they think, ah, we invested a lot of money in this project. We invited the biggest names we know. So this is a great thing, but I don't think into the future that needs like 10 to 40 years to establish something like the Kunstraum or the Lothringer. And I think it's more in these like long-term decisions and not like inviting a big name to do a sculpture in the public in Munich that's there for like half a year and costs maybe like 200 or 300,000 euros because with 200 or 300,000 euros, you can support a space for maybe 15 or 20 years. And I think that this will have a much bigger impact on the local scene that an artist from abroad puts up a big sculpture in the city. I do think there's a big focus on culture, actually, maybe rather on a very high level than on a lower level. And the lower level is as important as the high level, I think. I mean, there are these smaller instructions. They are there, no? There are the städtische Kunsträume. There are artist-run off-spaces, etc. But of course, it's difficult for the people who run those spaces to make a living in Munich. That's maybe the problem. That's probably the point where one has to start to support people to be able to live in Munich. And once you're able to live in Munich and pay your rent, then you can start working here. And then you can also keep on working on those smaller structures. I mean, the city of Munich and the whole discourse about the location and the spaces here is quite important also Yeah, in this podcast series. So I would like to ask you another question about the whole city's landscape, because I mean, there are cities, for example, like Paris and London, they're also super expensive. How do you see the difference that the scene is bigger in London and Paris and people move on the outskirts? And here in Munich, if you move on the outskirts, you're, you're in the already Alps. in Augsburg. <laughs> I mean, you're in the Alps, you're living next to a lake, or what is it? How do you see it? I mean, people really would like to live here also to get all the influences, the city's vibe. I think that um, it's a big part of the questions before, because, for example, in Berlin or in Paris or London, you have a certain possibility to maybe like become part of a gallery or like a lot of uh, project spaces and smaller institutions to actually have shows to get connected to a very like big worldwide connecting scene. And I think this is what's like between academy and the museums, there is kind of like a, a lack of these younger, smaller projects that people need in a city because if there are just like every year, like 40 slots for like young people to have a show this is not enough for a city with like 700 students at the academy every year so what would be your ideal new kunstraum so if you have the chance because you were talking about this lack of one new kunstverein or kunsthalle do you have like a vision for how it could look like i mean if you work in one of the nicest museums here in the city so maybe <laughs> you're happy with the situation <laughs> Well, yeah, I think you can always improve situations in a city. So probably what is lacking is something in between, let's say, Lindbach House and Lodger. Some attractive institution that shows both Munich-based but also international artists, an institution which has an international visibility, which maybe invites international curators to do 
projects there. I think exchange is a key word. You have to bring people in. And this is maybe something about you were talking about London and Paris. I think there's more people coming and going. Whereas in Munich, either you are there or you're not there. You might be leaving the city, but you're not coming to Munich if you're looking for a job and you don't know where to live. You would go to Berlin, you would maybe even go to London, even if it's expensive, but you would never go to Munich and say, oh, I'll check out that city and see what happens. The city should become attractive in terms of just being curious to live there and to do something there. But we come back to that problem that you cannot afford living if you don't go there for work reasons. And then let's come back to my wish. I think that's some institution in between all the institutions that we already have. We are on our way to this. We're an official Kunstverein and uh, we work with a lot of international artists and also combined with like Munich people and we started to work with like a lot of curators to create like a, a space where they can all like meet each other and we really want to uh, get it that big that uh, it will be the next space that can stay for like 20 30 40 years or maybe like forever so but yeah we'll see that's a really nice vision You are also, Stefan, based in Vienna. I mean, there is a lodger in Vienna as well. So the idea of decentralizing lodger already has started. Yeah, this was a decision that we made. Like we had the possibility to become a little bit bigger. And we thought about you can get a bigger space in Munich. But for us, it was really important to be more like spreading it to like other countries, because then you have like this synergy of like different cities artists who get to know to each other and this uh, already happened within like the last few years that with the two spaces some people from munich and vienna now started working together and doing shows all over the world and we're super happy if we see things like that happening what our visions were in the beginning when we started the whole project so it's basically the idea of a platform of a creative platform Totally. And I think it's also like to finish this uh, story about Loggia and especially in Munich, it's really interesting that sure, there are not so many people coming here for like working reasons, as you mentioned before, Eva. But I think uh, a lot of people, they come here for like short term visits, also from the cultural world, because yes, we have these like huge institutions like Lehmbach House and Haus der Kunst and Museum Brandhorst. So we're really lucky in the city that we can open the doors at Loggia and a lot of curators worldwide come to the space and experience new young artists that sometimes also ended up in some Kunstverein or a museum and they saw this, the exhibitions at our space. And I guess also vice versa. People who come to Munich to see Loggia also go to Lehnbach House. Definitely. And we are neighbors, you know, there's <laughs> 100 meters between our institutions. Brilliant. So the whole idea of a big a Munich cultural platform is starting, is emerging and growing. I guess, yeah, we're at the end of our podcast. Thank you so much for being part of this Culture Shifts magazine and various others podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much. And yeah, bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Culture Shifts podcast. For more information, please visit cultureshifts.net. 